Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen-to medical program here in South Florida, and we will get on with the show very shortly. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here for Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. I will be uh, uh, accompanied today by Dr. Jerry Smith, our our co-host, and Dr. Dan. And we will have a registered pharmacist on the program when we get around to talking about treatment. And he is a compounding pharmacist, something that our listeners may not know a lot about. Well, we have a lot of material to cover today, ladies and gentlemen. So, I just want to remind everyone what uh, Mother Teresa said. She said, there is more hunger for love and appreciation in this world than there is for bread. So with an attitude of gratitude, I want to make sure that everybody uh, knows that we do appreciate uh, what you're doing for this program. And we hope we're bringing you uh, uh, medical information that you can use because that is our goal. So, uh, to keep everybody happy, uh, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I do want to uh, hope that you enjoyed last week's program. I hope you had a chance to walk in your bare feet, but I don't know... Uh, about the Northeast uh, people. I, I don't think that's happening today. Uh, but anyway, I want to review a couple of websites for you, please. Antennasearch.com, uh, just to see how much uh, EMF uh, is being radiated from the antennas in your area. There <clears throat> is a store called EMF Safety Store. That's EMFSafetyStore.com. And for you uh, listeners that have smart meters, please... Um, there's a website called Stop Smart Meters, stopsmartmeters.org. You might want to just check that out and uh, have a little, uh, get a little information for yourself uh, regarding these smart meters and how they uh, transmit 24-7, and they may actually be at the head of your bed. Uh, let's bring in Dr. Jerry Smith, and then we're going to talk about testosterone. We have a lot of material to cover today. And at the end of the program, if you have some questions, we will open it up for questions. But this is a big subject. And as Dr. Smith uh, uh, has alluded to today, I mean, all these hormones, all these endocrine glands are connected. And I think you'll start seeing that uh, today and next week. Uh, But uh, Dr. Jerry Smith, how are you? I'm sorted out, Ron. (laughs) 
Well, I, that's good. I don't I don't know. What, what are you doing? Uh, I walk bare feet all day today here in sunny southwest Florida, but I guess that's not a that's not an option for you. Well, I walk barefooted too in my kitchen because I have a heated floor. <laughs> all right, I, I, you're incredible. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot of material to cover, so uh, just just know that research findings suggest that sooner or later all men get testosterone deficient. It's an age-related decline in testosterone secretion, and believe it or not, it starts between the ages of 25 and 36. Isn't that incredible? 25 to 36. And uh, at those levels are the reference range of young adults. And, and if you're outside that reference range, you start having adverse effects. And so the data suggests uh, that to avoid the development of adverse effects, we may have to think about early treatment. If you have diabetes, you don't delay taking insulin until you're an adult. If you have an underactive thyroid, you don't delay uh, taking treatment. So let's let's just tell you what the FDA is trying to cover up, and uh, I have something I want to talk to you about from the Harvard Medical School, and then we'll get on to testosterone. So one thing, uh, this is mainly addressed to the men. There's one treatment that can take the sting off your aging. It's the only proven natural therapy that can make sure you're good as gold for your senior years. I guess you know what I'm talking about. So naturally, the FDA is fighting tooth and nail to keep it away from you. The agency just fired off the equivalence of a James Comey letter over testosterone, and it makes this natural hormone look even guiltier than Hillary. In it, the feds blame testosterone for just about every possible thing that could go wrong with you. I'm not kidding. It names 20 different conditions that can supposedly be caused by hormone supplements, including heart attacks, heart failure, stroke, depression, hostility, aggression, liver toxicity, infertility. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please. So, everyone that read this study, including myself, know there was something fishy about it. So, uh, uh, starting out the shovels and. and try and find the real story that was buried. And it is tucked away in the FDA's website. It turns out the warning does not apply to any man who uses testosterone the way it's supposed to be used. All of those risks come from ODing on the stuff. You know, like the, the young teenager trying to make a football team, a necklace bodybuilder who haunt you at the gym, the millionaire athletes hoping to get roid up so they can play better and score bigger paychecks. It, those those uh, side effects only applies to abuse and dependence. But if you read uh, your local fake news or you heard the uh, mainstream or lamestream media, they ran away with headlines that they found that this side effects apply to everyone. In fact, WebMD headlines screamed, quote, FDA warns of dangers from testosterone supplements. Everybody, have you heard, have you heard of Newsmax? They went along. Was the FDA warned about testosterone related steroids? NBC News declared FDA steps up warning for testosterone and other steroids. You'll see that that the alarmist attitude is not necessary. As you get older, your T levels plunge. They put you in a danger zone for things like memory loss, low energy, obesity, sexual dysfunction. And believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, heart problems. 
and we will talk about heart problems and the and aggressive prostate cancer in, in relation to uh, uh, testosterone. So let me just jump over here now to uh, uh, a well-renowned physician, uh, Dr. Abraham Morgenthaler. He's an MD. He works in Boston. He's the Associate Clinical Professor of Urology at the Harvard Medical School. Okay. Instead of reading everything he has written about uh, testosterone and that, that he says that, you know, uh, passion clouds our ability was to assess the evidence on testosterone objectively. Uh, he's been a researcher in testosterone, ladies and gentlemen, for over 40 years. He's been a clinician for more than 25 years. He specializes in men's health. He has treated several thousand men with testosterone and uh, he, he's the one that thinks that passion is over and clouding over our ability to uh, think objectively. Okay, so mistakes and misrepresentations that he talks about. He, can, he talks about the concerns about cardiovascular risk of testosterone. He says that grew out of a study uh, by Vegan and colleagues that was published in 2013 in the JAMA, Journal of the American Medical Association. He says the investigators analyzed Records from 8,700 men from the Veterans of Fair Health System who underwent coronary angiography and had low testosterone levels. The primary findings were that the absolute rate of stroke, myocardial infarction, and death was 27, 25.7% among men who had received testosterone prescription compared to 19.9% in the untreated group three years after angiography. He says that these findings received enormous media attention. Enormous media attention. However, they were incorrect, and the error was immediately noted by the readers. The correct absolute rate of events, the number of adverse events divided by the number of individuals, was lower by one half in the testosterone treated group compared with the untreated group. You would think that, uh, that, that that study would have been pulled right out, right? But in response, JAMA published a new version of the study in which the same reported values were said to represent. The Kaplamite. Well, it gets it gets complicated, but they, the fact is the methodology was questionable at best and 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 wrought with errors. So, Dr. Morgan Stander said he published a systematic review and and reviewed other studies, and only four studies reported negative concerns uh, about the heart. Uh, Testosterone myth number one, pharmaceutical marketing drove the increase of testosterone. Well, we'll talk about that. Testosterone is overpriced. Treatment of hypogonadism should be based on a known cause. Um, what I wanted to get out of this, and I, and I think I had a hard time uh, verbalizing it because of all, all the uh, uh, statistics involved. In my view, the individuals with the anti-pharmacy sentiments, anti-big pharma sentiments, exploited the perception of testosterone's risk, okay? Those who prescribe testosterone are judged skeptically by their peers, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll talk about this as we go. All right, so while I make an adjustment here, I'm going to turn it over here to Dr. Smith. Well, thank you, Ron. Um, it's interesting to note that uh, I did a little research about the Hunzes. These people live to 130, 145 years old. Men are having children at 90. And you wonder, what's the difference? The difference is processed foods. The poisons that 
you know, the Western diet, the so-called civilized diet, it's dead. It's microwaved. It's traveling weeks. <clears throat> so no wonder, you know, you're, they say, oh, it's aging. Well, I don't buy into that concept, aging. Uh, the key is that we're eating uh, poor and poor quality foods, and our endocrine system can't make the testosterone and the other hormones that we really need. Um, the key in the equation is that the signs and symptoms are, are pretty obvious after a while. You know, it's a you lose your quality of life, your your lust for energy for doing things, depression. <clears throat> you know, bone density goes down, diminished energies and sense of vitality, and, and the big thing is sense of well-being. I know since I've been taking the my testosterone uh, uh, little remedy. Uh, my sense of well-being has like shot through the roof. It's like I feel like 21 again. You know, when you called me earlier, I was on my bike, and I do like a half hour on my bike. I do like, you know, six miles on my stationary. So, you know, I'm 73 years old, and I'm just, you know, plugging along. I don't feel my age. I don't act my age. And, you know, I, I want to go out kicking and screaming. I don't want to be in a nursing home with a tube up every orifice. So the, the big key with the testosterone is have it checked, and that is going to change your life. Uh, your whole outlook is going to improve, your sense of well-being, and your weight. I mean, you know, most men get that tire, you know, in, in the midsection, and a lot of it is due to a low testosterone because it prevents the metabolism of the fat. So you wonder why, you know, you're walking around with a tire on your midriff. The other uh, component is the the quality of the fats that we eat. You know, most people don't realize it, but the polyunsaturated fats are poison, and it's that simple. Uh, You know, people, you know, they think soybean oil is good, canola oil, sunflower oil, cottonseed oil. Well, unfortunately, they're long-chain carbons, and when they get into the body, they literally go rancid in the liver and the other tissues. The key is eating both saturated fats like butter, coconut oil, lard, palm oil, and some red meats and dairy products, and also the monounsaturated fats like olive oil, sesame oil, safflower oil, and avocado. And as a result of those type of two fats, the uh, saturated fats and the monounsaturated fats, your testosterone production goes up. And that brings up an interesting point with the so-called vegetarians and vegans. They're not getting enough of the quality uh, fats in their diet. They're getting too much of the polyunsaturated, which actually suppress testosterone level. So I think this is a real serious consideration in, in the preparation of your dietary consumption. Excellent. Well, ladies and gentlemen, testosterone, you know, what we're, the, the hormone we're talking about, that's the male hormone. And it's the true key to masculinity for a man. It's the hormone that makes a man a real man, so to speak. Any decrease in the level brings a decrease in your manhood. Unbearable for for someone to think about that. So how do we avoid this? How do we correct this? And as Dr. Smith says, you must get a laboratory test. You must get the free, the, the total testosterone checked, okay? That's really important. Now, most doctors will check both total and free, but the specialists in this field are interested in the total testosterone. It's more stable to test, 
and easier to measure. So that's one thing you want to get checked, okay? Another metabolite is androstenediol, okay? What ha- why testosterone got a, got a bad name is because uh, uh, a lot of it was not converted to the active hormone, and you got too much estrogen. So you really didn't get the full use of the testosterone. So that metabolite has to be checked along with follicle-stimulating hormone, something we usually associate with a female, but that comes out of pituitary. But believe it or not, its mission is to stimulate spermatogenesis. It's to, to stimulate sperm production. Okay, so it's important to get that checked. And the, the last one to, uh, that no one hardly ever does when I talk to my friends is a sex hormone binding globulin, SHBG. That's pretty much absolutely recommended for checking by every specialist in the field of testosterone treatment. Finding a higher level, excuse me, finding a higher level at or above the average range in the presence of a young man that has an average testosterone level would signify that there is a testosterone deficiency. So it has to be interpreted by a natural physician, someone that's used to using these, these tests, okay? Really important. So... There are lots of complaints, as Dr. Smith said, about testosterone deficiency. And one thing that it, that it does produce is joint pain during physical activities, poor physical performance, a tendency to quickly run short of breath during physical effort, easily inflamed tendons. And Dr. Smith had brought up an interesting point about that, uh, why don't you tell them about your, what you told me about your thyroid? Yeah, basically, you know, everything's intertwined, as the, Dr. Ron and myself have been saying for, you know, the past couple of years. The testosterone is essential to convert the T4 of the thyroid hormone to T3, and it's the T3 that's the active component. When your thyroid hormones are not available, your muscles and ligaments become weak. You get hypermobile ligaments. Um, your, your cells don't have the energy. To, for stamina, <clears throat> and so this is, you know, a big factor. It's not just, you know, this Newtonian philosophy of changing a spark plug and, and the engine's going to run right. You know, the body's very complex, and it's all interrelated. So it's a matter of a good diet to supply the raw material, you know, and, and, and one of the things I brought out about the uh, saturated fats and the, and the monounsaturated uh, fats, they provide the basic compounds to make the steroid hormones, to make the testosterone, the androgens. And again, it's all about diet. It's all about uh, exercise. It's all about good mental attitude. And um, the key is you won't have any problems exercising. So that's my two cents worth. Well, and, and that's, that's worth two cents worth because uh, <laughs> no, no, no one's giving his advice, Jerry. I know, I know. I, I, no one's no one's talking about it, and and uh, you can get your testosterone level checked, and the normal values are from three hundred to a thousand, and if it's three oh five, nothing shows up on the uh, on the on the lab sheet. So you'll get a call from the physician assistant, sir. Your your testosterone is normal. Well, that is not normal, ladies and gentlemen. You want to get your testosterone levels higher, and we'll talk about that. It's really, so the lab studies are, are, 
really important in the in this uh, diagnosis when you're when you're treating testosterone. And uh, the lower limit and the upper limit. I was really I was going through the statistics on how they uh, do do the limits for testosterone. Uh, it's only the two and a half percent on either end, and everybody else is in the center. It's like a one size fits all. So, uh, so basically, you, really you know, need... yeah, Doctor Runt, from my yeah. perspective, why don't you take a thousand uh, Olympic athletes and then run their testosterone levels, and then you'll see <laughs> where it should be. Or even, you know, healthy people that are not on medication, uh, you know, go to the Hunzes, you know, get their testosterone levels. It to me, it's it's warped because you're doing blood tests on the sick population, and, and they're calling that normal. Exactly right. As I say, people should come and, and check my father. He'll be 100 years old in October. See what why see why he's doing so good without any medication. And then you'll get the real normal uh, what what the real normal should be in an uh, in an elderly population. So, ladies and gentlemen, testosterone is important, uh, and the endocrine glands, as we talk about and have talked about this past year, are in a symphony. They work in concert with one another, but testosterone has been uh, perceived to be a bad hormone because of the fact that it's used by athletes uh, in overdosing. So when we'll have a pharmacist on and we'll talk about dosing of, 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 of testosterone, but the, the, the doses that are put out by the mainstream pharmaceutical companies are just too low because they don't want to be... Uh, viewed as as pushing uh, steroids, okay. So we have to we'll we, talk to Joe about that. Yeah, you know another big factor. Just the, the light bulb just went on, Ron. You know this big push with this low fat diet. You know that they they're advertising on TV and every you know all this nonsense. And the research actually shows that these low fat diets suppress your testosterone levels. So <laughs> in the sense, it's a <laughs> It's a joke. I mean, even just dropping it from a 40% fat uh, down to 25 or 20%, the testosterone plummeted. It showed in the research. And then when they went back to the 40% level, it, it jumped back up. So you're really on a collision course for heart attacks and, and, and really poor quality of life by pursuing a low-fat diet, and especially the polyunsaturated fats, which are pure poison. You know, And unfortunately, when you look at your your processed foods, the potato chips, the Twinkies, with all that crap, they got sunflower seed oil, you know, soybean oil, cottonseed oil, and margarine. It's just pure garbage. Absolutely, and 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 then you bring up the other the uh, another fact that uh, we will talk about, and that's just exposure to bright light. You know, the dermatologists have not done us a favor by telling us to stay out of the sun, and. Uh, you know, we do know that bright light increases testosterone levels, ladies and gentlemen. It increases your sexual satisfaction, you guys out there. So if you have low T, you need some sunlight. And that's simple to do, sunlight. And uh, uh, eat a good Mediterranean-type diet with good saturated fats, coconut oil, good olive oil that's not in plastic uh, bottles, but rather in glass bottles. And... Uh, and dark also, Ron. You want to have dark yeah. glass, not the clear, because the the light will cause it to go rancid. Exactly. Well, and and it, it will it will cause it to change, that's for sure. But 
I don't know that olive oil. Well, olive oil is it does have pretty one stable. bond. So yeah, it can it can it's pretty stable. But it does have one bond that some oxygen can 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 attach to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, twenty five minutes. We've given you a lot of information. Let's just. Uh, uh, let me just bring in uh, Joe Catalano. I want to want him to come in before we talk about treatment and let him introduce himself. Uh, Joe Catalano is a registered pharmacist with John's Pharmacy here in, in Southwest Florida in Bonita Springs. Uh, he is a compounding pharmacist. I want he's going to explain what that's what that's about. Uh, he's he's a little he's in a different class than the uh, guys that the pharmacists at uh, Walgreens and. Uh, CBS, he, he can do things that they may have been trained to do in, in pharmacy school, but don't don't practice in in their job. Uh, Joe uh, Catalano has, I mean, like I say, John John's Pharmacy. What's that, Jerry? I just want to say that you know he can do more than just count pills. Exactly, and he's true. more than pill counter. And we're going to bring him on here, and and he's going to explain that. And as soon as he explains what he does, we'll take just a, a one-minute break, and then we'll talk about treatment. And and as we talk about treatment, we can get uh, Joe's uh, take on it. Joe, how, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, thank you. I'm doing great. Thank you for allowing me on the show. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, Joe. Uh, we've met in the stores. I've picked up my prescription, but I, uh, you know, we haven't really talked. I, I think it's a good, maybe a good idea if you could to talk a little bit about uh, compounding pharmacists and maybe what you do and what you're able to do and uh, your your background. Okay, um, I started compounding quite a while ago. It was always an interest interest of mine. I've been a pharmacist for 24 years. Graduated from Massachusetts College of Pharmacy. Um, since moving to Florida about 12, I've really focused on compounding and took numerous classes. Um, and what we do is compounding helps provide products that sort of unavailable commercially for a number of reasons. Um, the number of uh, dosages and strengths that are required by different patients, it's just not feasible for a company to manufacture. There may be um, back orders or um, products that just aren't available that we're allowed to make. Um, compounding is, is so great because it allows us to treat each patient as an individual. Um, it, we're able to fine-tune doses for each patient based off of their certain conditions and um, levels of medications that are going to be appropriate for them and not for the masses. Okay, so if someone uh, uh, needs something, something made up, uh, something uh, at a different dose, maybe uh, uh, this is something you you would you would take care of it in, in consultation with uh, their physician, correct? That is correct. Yeah, um, a lot of physicians are very aware of compounding, and, and many of them aren't. Um, but we do receive uh, quite a bit. About sixty-five percent of my business is specialty compounding. Uh, doctors will write for the uh, product um, that they need for their patient uh, and their treatment. And um, with our resources, we're able to uh, fine-tune those recipes and provide a quality product with, um, you know, um, great dosages uh, and counseling when the patients come in. Okay, and and that's something I'll bring out in the, in the next half hour because one thing, Joe, that we recommend on this program is a brown bag consultation. 
especially for seniors and polypharmacy and all the uh, uh, side effects of taking too many, too many medications at once. Is this something you would do at, at your uh, pharmacy? Um, absolutely. Um, my pharmacy is open. Um, even if you're not a patient there and you have, you come in with questions, uh, we will always take the time to, uh, to answer those questions and to help you and guide you uh, as best as possible. Uh, consultation, it's, it's, it's really with pharmacy, you know, there's so many aspects of pharmacy, but uh, great consultation and being available for your patients is what helps you really stand out more than um, the other pharmacies and pharmacists that are out there. And I think we do a great job um, with providing that um, face-to-face with the pharmacist uh, knowing that when you leave the pharmacy, you're, you're fully confident in the product that you got, how to use it, and what to do if an incident arises, an allergic reaction or a misdose and things like that. Very good. Joe, I'm going to uh, run a little promo for uh, son number one, uh, Dr. Ron Repesey. He's a uh, chiropractor and a board-certified chiropractic neurologist in Naples, Florida. So give me a minute to run a promo for him, and we'll come back and talk about treatment. So we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dr. Ron Repesey, Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryospa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryospa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Okay, Dr. Ron down there in Naples. Uh, if you want to get back into uh, your slim jeans, uh, that might be the place you might want to try. Let me just uh, make sure we don't forget that uh, the studies are showing that men with testosterone levels within that reference range we talked about and if they're situated in the 25 to 50 percent lowest uh, in that range, they are exposed to diseases like diabetes, coronary artery disease, bone loss, and often have less sexual desire and less energy. So, ladies and gentlemen, it, it is uh, not enough for you to have a testosterone level situated somewhere between the lower and upper limits of those of that test uh, from that lab. Men whose testosterone levels are below the lower limit of the reference range have major androgenic deficiency. They are testosterone deficient. Those with testosterone levels close to the lower limit are probably more moderately testosterone deficient, but they can still suffer a lot. Okay, so it's really important and especially if you're a big guy with lots of muscles, you 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 probably should be higher than the mid range of those those that that test. So, 
what are what options do we have uh, for treatment? Well, the one that is prescribed, I would think most often, Joe could tell me if I'm wrong or not, is a a liposomal gel uh, that uh, is put out by uh, the pharmaceutical companies. the usual brands that I've looked up here, because I, as Joe may not know, I, I have an active medical license, but I don't practice this brand of medicine. But the usual brands of testosterone gels are about 1%. And from what I have talked to some specialists, they tell me it takes more time to apply uh, these, these ones that are made by the big pharmaceutical companies. They are poorly concentrated and and it takes a real hard time, if ever, to reach satisfying levels in most patients. The persistence of these companies in keeping the concentrations low, it's been told to me, is the desire to avoid at all costs getting their names cited with regard to testosterone abuse by athletes. So the majority of urologists and uh, endocrinologists who treat testosterone problems recommend a liposymal formulation so that the testosterone penetrates the skin better. So let's just stick with that. And the average dose that most of the uh, specialists I spoke to this week come in around 10% or 100 milligrams per gram. And the doses are about a half to three grams a day. Joe, do you have any comment on, on, on uh, compounding a testosterone prescription for a patient? Uh, definitely. Yeah, compounding, what it does is it allows um, for a, a quality product to be applied with um, a more accurate dosing uh, through the use of a toppy click, which I'll explain, um, with less cream than the um, manufactured, ma- manufactured products that are available. Um, a lot of the doses um, through some of the manufactured products will range from um, 20 milligrams to 81 milligrams requires numerous packets, uh, a large volume of cream, a lot of times up to five grams, which is similar to uh, applying like a teaspoon of uh, cream or gel to your skin. And if you ever try that, it takes a large surface area um, to apply that skin, a long time to rub in. And the more surface area you cover, the more chances you have of um, passing um, that testosterone onto uh, loved ones, children, pets, and things like that. Um, they're also large uh, to carry, um, but with compounding and the toppy click, it's a small device similar to a deodorant uh, container. It can be held in a pocket, a purse, uh, you know, traveled, um, you know, in a suitcase with, without any issues at all. And the doses are provided by clicks. Uh, the common dose for um, testosterone, we usually dose in mLs or grams, which in compounding uh, are going to be equivalent. So you may see some labeling, say, apply one gram or apply one ml. Those are the, that's the same volume of cream. Um, and then we can concentrate that dosing anywhere from one milligram up to 200 milligrams per ml. So think about cutting that teaspoon dose of cream down to one-fifth of that. And it's a lot easier to apply. Um, it rubs in a lot better. And, um, again, with the less surface area required to apply that cream, there's less transfer of the active ingredients to uh, family members and pets and things like that. Joe, and Joe this is a, I just had a quick question, Joe. This is Dr. Um, Dr. Jerry Smith, Joe. Yeah, pleasure. 
Um, quick question. With the testosterone, the patient, you know, has to get their blood checked periodically. And could you comment on that? Because sometimes, um, you know, they just take it and they run and they never go back for a follow-up. Absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, compounding provides a great opportunity for men to be taken care of uh, better. It does require, um, you know, going to the right practitioner. Not everyone believes in testosterone supplementation, and not everyone has been trained or is knowledgeable of compounding. So it's very important to start from the beginning and find someone who is going to work with you. You need to be able to openly talk to them and express what your needs and concerns are and have them work with you. Part of, part of that is routine lab work, which can include um, at different times of the year, um, just checking, say, your estrogen levels and your testosterone levels. Uh, then um, maybe once or twice a year having a more complete blood work, uh, which would be a, a CBC, and then you would check uh, all of your estrogens, your DHEA, your testosterone levels. Um, you would have check your cholesterol um, and um, your A1C counts. Um, what you want to do is you want to find out where you are in um, your testosterone level. Um, the average adult male um, can run anywhere from 270 to um, 1,070, which it's nanograms per deciliter, but it's, it's a way to test. Um, if you're at the lower end, you're going to have more symptoms, um, you know, the, the lowest sex drive, maybe feeling depressed or blah, you know, a decreased sense of well-being, uh, increases in cholesterol, a higher fat, you know, um, fat mass as opposed to, to muscle mass and things like that. Uh, I always uh, recommend to my patients um, that they have their blood work done regularly to monitor where they are and to keep them within the, the normal range, um, you know, for testosterone treatment. But again, you know, we have to understand too that those levels are just a range. You know, if you, if you bring someone to a higher, a higher level of that range and they're still not feeling well, you know, maybe exceeding that a little bit is the way to go for that patient. So it's, it's, a, it's a, a look at the complete patient, not just the numbers, but the patient and how they're um, reacting to um, the treatment. Yeah. Um, Joe, I had another question. Like once the uh, individual starts applying, you know, either patches or topical gel or whatever way, how long would you say it would take in order for that testosterone to get up to a level and start to feel the patient start to feel better, I, I believe it's around it's around uh, 14 days or so. Now everyone's going to be a little different uh, because in compounding, what we what we like to look at, especially with the topical products, some people can absorb the medications. I, I'll make this. I'll use the same base, and they'll absorb one person will absorb the, the testosterone a little bit better than another. So I, I may have to alter. Um, you know, um, if I may have to add more alcohol so that it evaporates and enters the skin a little bit better. Um, but I, I believe it's around 14 days or so. I, I know I, I take testosterone supplementation myself. When I was tested, I was in the lower 200s and felt horrible. And I know by the time working with my doctor, I started to feel a little bit better in two to three weeks, but it was about three months before I felt like a new person. And uh, it's amazing what, um, when, when you're taken care of correctly and you, you follow what the doctor is recommending and the doctor knows how to write a compounded prescription and, and is fully on board with where um, you're looking for treatment, um, 
the the benefits are just unbelievable. And, yeah, and Jerry ever, and Joe, just just, yeah. just to follow up on that point, uh, yeah. you know, you have this you have this prescription, this this compounded uh, gel, and it's really important where these patients apply it, right? I mean, if, if they put it on a hairy area, they're not going to get that absorption. Exactly. So um, yeah, I'm we, sure you explain that to them. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, as far as far as uh, applying, you know, there's a number of different reasons why you would suggest a certain um, application area. Usually the upper arm or the shoulders is, is highly recommended. Uh, a hairless area, say, of the thighs uh, would be a good area. Um, you know, uh, applying, applying on the shoulders and the upper arm is, is usually a good area, too, because most of us, even if we wear short sleeves, that area is going to be covered. Uh, the testosterone will be entering the body, you know, through the skin over a number of hours, 24 hours or so. But it's also covered so that, you know, if you hold a child or, or you know, pet your dog or your, your cat, you're not trans. It, it, it helps to prevent, um, you know, tr- transmitting that. But exactly. um, definitely a hairless, clean area is, is the best place. Um, you can alternate sites, you know, if you'd like, you know, one shoulder one day and the other. But um, usually the upper arm and the shoulder is where I recommend. It's an easy area to reach and to, to rub in. Uh, sometimes even massaging the area for, um, you know, up to 30 seconds or a minute helps to increase blood flow to that area and, and will help with the, uh, a little bit more of the penetration of, of the active ingredient into the skin. Yeah, do you ever recommend like DMSO to help drive it in uh, more effectively? I don't usually recommend DMSO, although I've used it. Uh, one area, and I, I won't stay on this very long, but is in my topical uh, pain area. The reason for that is uh, they have a high concentration of active ingredients and can contain up to five ingredients. So with, with that amount of uh, product in the cream, uh, DMSO will definitely help drive those pain relievers and muscle relaxants into the skin. With testosterone, um, there's a number of creams. Uh, HRT cream is a, is a great cream that I use, hormone replacement therapy cream. And then um, uh, Lipoderm, which is a, another cream used, um, which actually the, lipo, the Lipoderm actually helps to push medicine through the skin um, a little bit better also. And that cream has the manufacturer of that cream has done studies to prove that it can help pass um, up to five ingredients through the skin better than um, other creams. So um, a lot of a lot of my um, hormone replacement creams uh, will contain uh, like the dome. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and uh, along with Dr. Jerry Smith co-hosting this program. And uh, we have as a guest today uh, Mr. Joseph Catalano. He's a registered pharmacist at John's Pharmacy in Bonita Springs. Uh, his phone number there is area code 239-221-1233. And uh, as you can see, he's really knowledgeable about uh, compounding. So Joe, so from what I have, uh, what I know about this subject is that the cream gel is the preferred method of treating this uh, deficiency. Um, I, 
do you have any any comments about the sublingual testosterone forms, uh, even though they're less uh, efficient? Uh, do you have any experience with them? Uh, I do. I I usually don't recommend them, and we don't see them very often. Um, you know, sublingually there will be some absorption, you know, through the the oral um, tissue. Um, a lot of it, though, if it's, if it's not um, dissolves properly, uh, if they chew it or swallow it too soon, then the, the rest is it's really going to be wasted uh, through first pass metabolism through the liver. Uh, the exactly. liver, uh, not to mention the fact that um, it may also be harmful to the liver. So we 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 tend, or I think most doctors tend to uh, avoid it. I, I don't see it very often. Uh, now the the uh, the creams. Uh, the creams and the gels are really um, the bulk. I would say 99% of my testosterone replacement uh, when the manufactured uh, commercial products aren't used or the injection is not used is, is going to be um, the cream and the gel. Yeah. And, and again, Joe, and with compounding... Yeah, basically, have you run into any contraindications with uh, drug interactions that a patient may be on with the testosterone? Um, like blood centers, actually, for example, or you know, um, I, I believe there is a there is a possibility with with blood thinners. Um, I I just haven't run across too many. You know, um, there's a, a certain class of people that are on the blood thinners, but I, I haven't really had any um, major concerns or patients coming back telling me that. You know, their PT levels have changed or the medicine doesn't seem to be working as well. Um, you know, I do take care of a lot of patients, but I'm not sure that I have a lot that are both on, say, Coumadin and testosterone. So I think that my my group may be a little too small to, to really comment well, on that. The other, you know, Ron, Jerry, real, real Jerry, important, before you go. It, real quickly, this People don't realize it, but I think I read 50% of postmenopausal women are deficient in testosterone. Could you comment on that? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, actually, it's one of the areas that I'm excited about, too. Um, I mean, um, being able to compound for both men and women and, and the use of testosterone, uh, it, it's amazing. Um, you know, not everybody knows, but, you know, men and women do have uh, – different levels of testosterone, but we, we both have testosterone. And we found that in, in women as they age, their testosterone levels will decrease. So, um, again, they will, they will have similar symptoms, um, a lack of sex drive, uh, maybe some depression, um, you know, some weight gain, loss of uh, muscle mass and things like that. And what we found is by supplementing that, and what you tend to see in women is you don't, you don't usually see just testosterone alone. It may be given alone depending on the type of dosing. Some, uh, sometimes I see it where it's dosed just um, twice a day for two days each month. Uh, sometimes I see it where it's dosed uh, each day with certain estrogens. Um, you know, usually um, what's called a biased or it's estriol and estradiol combination. And then even further, we could add other ingredients um, like progesterone, DHEA, and pregnenolone. Uh, again, all of this is based off of, um, of blood work um, and 
can be you know special, specialized and specific for each individual patient. So women are definitely reaping the benefits of testosterone supplementation. And just a quick little note, because we see so many, I see so many people and, you know, I've had women come in and um, when I talk to them, I like to ask them how my product is, is working for them. And I've literally had women break down in tears saying it's changed their lives, how wonderful they feel. It's, I had one woman, it saved my marriage. So, you know, there's a lot to be said about um, testosterone replacement. When done right, again, blood work, you know, seeing, seeing the right doctor who understands how to prescribe, um, the benefits are, are amazing. And I think women are definitely, um, they make up most of my compounding when it comes to hormone replacement therapy. Okay, well that's you know, and that's that's another point we don't talk about a lot about is uh, female hormones on this program. Uh, but as Dr. Jerry says, it's really important. Uh, maybe we should talk a little bit of, more about it. All right, so the, just to get off the treatment, I mean, uh, there's a small percentage, I think, Joe, that you say uh, you know do do get the intramuscular injections, uh, and from what I in practice, they were the people that just don't absorb the gels or the liposomal uh, creams, uh, and then the, well, I, maybe, maybe I the older people. For, yeah, I think it's prescribed for a number of different reasons. One, you know, like I said, maybe a doctor isn't fully aware or um, up to date on, on the compounding options that are available, so they go with the injection. Um, some prefer the injections. They don't want to, you know, the creams are messy. You hear you know, everybody's different. So you hear different reasons. Others, you know, some don't mind injecting into the muscle, you know, a couple of times a week. Others don't want to apply a gel every day. Um, right. And there's yeah, one other, right? The, the pellets also, Joe, right? Yeah. We didn't talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what's, what's available, you know, um, as we talked about, there's the, there's the injectable testosterone. Then there's the creams and gels that are the most popular and, and work quite well. And then, then there's um, what are called pellets. Um, they're manufactured sterilely or in a sterile environment, and um, they can range in milligram strength from 50 to 100 milligrams usually. And they're applied. Uh, they're actually in um, – there's a small incision made usually either uh, on either hip, and the pellets uh, with the trocar, they – sort of open up the area and they drop the pellets in and it can range. Um, some women will have one or two pellets. Uh, some men may have, you know, five to 13 or more pellets sometimes depending on, on their need. And these pellets are designed to sort of dissolve and release the testosterone over a six month period. Um, between the four and six month range, people, um, patients may notice sort of a, like a decrease in um, sort of effectiveness. So, you know, they're not a perfect option either, but they are um, something that are growing in popularity. Uh, and, what, and what it does, you know, once they're in, um, three or four days of healing, the stitch comes out, and basically you forget about um, your testosterone because it's, it's, it's in there and it's going to dissolve over a four- to six-month period of time. Okay, yeah, I just so want to I... share with you, Joe, uh, I've actually... Uh, with the electronic uh, equipment, 
duplicated the frequency pattern of testosterone and imprinted it into MSM cream. And one of the advantages, of course, the MSM cream supplies methyl groups, which make the testosterone work better. But what's fascinating, there's no actual compound of the testosterone. It's just the frequency of the testosterone. And uh, this 80-year-old patient that I had, you know, after three months, uh, he had his blood work checked and his testosterone level was up at 700 and um you know the doctor said you have a testosterone level like a 30 year old so yeah. the frequencies can work it's pretty amazing and i don't think you have to worry about so much as the clumping of the blood you know the the stasis of the blood different perspective yep I thought I lost you there, guys. All right, so I think we've covered the treatment, Jerry. Are you okay with that so far? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, um, I know the company really is pharmacist like, get you know. No, it is, and, and I was just thinking when we when we had we have our show on thyroid uh, to have Joe on and and talk about compounding some of the thyroid products. That, you know, that like well, you and I both used to use the uh, Armor Thyroid and the uh, Nature Thyroid. And I don't, I don't think the young guys do that anymore. Joe, no. just, just not, not to get off the subject too much, because yeah. I want, do want to talk a little bit about overdosing with, with testosterone. But uh, what's your experience in your pharmacy with the thyroid replacement? Well, I'm starting to see a lot more of the, the compounded product, just because you know, again, what makes compounding so special is you can you can individualize each dose. So if you want. You know, three milligram, three micrograms of T3 and 100 of T4 or vice versa, we can make it. Where with Amethyroid and, and the um, Nature Thyroid, you know, we're sort of limited to uh, the strengths that are manufactured. But we, we still do see quite a bit of the Amethyroid uh, and the Nature Thyroid. We, I keep all strengths and numerous bottles of each on my shelf. Now, I've, I've been under the impression with the armor um, Roar, I think, was using uh, corn as a filler, whereas the Nature Thyroid, they're using coconut. Are you aware of that? Uh, actually, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of the. Um, yeah, so you got to be careful because uh, this one doctor, Soli, an MD, many years ago that I spoke to uh, down in uh, Nevada, he was telling me that all of a sudden he had, you know, a very large thyroid practice, and all of a sudden, 50% of his patients were like going haywire. And uh, when he contacted Roar, he found out that they were using the the corn as a filler. And, you know, of course, that's highly allergenic. So it's one thing you may want to, you know, take into consideration. Oh, definitely. I'm going to make a note of that, and um, I'll check with the, the manufacturer on that when I get back to work. Yep. You know, again, I don't want to get too far off the subject, but I guess you saw that uh, uh, Subway's chicken is uh, 52% soy. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, it's not I even 100. That. that is crazy. <laughs> well, look, Jerry, just, just let's let's just finish up with this, and we'll see. We'll open up for some questions. Overdose symptoms. I mean, of course, the aggressive behavior that we see on on television may be a, a problem in our in our in our athletes. But you know, if your skin gets too oily, uh, you get too macho. You get a real red face because it can cause polycythemia. So if you get a real uh, red face and, and an upper torso, uh, you might want to just get it checked. And it's also, like Joe said, I really appreciate him saying this, 
you want to get checked for this estradiol, okay? Because if excessive amounts are com- of the testosterone are converted to estradiol, uh, then you have you really have a problem because that's what causes the enlargement of the prostate. It's the estradiol, okay? And you could end up with a prostate tr- problem. So, like Joe said, it's important to get your levels checked. And you don't want to have excessive levels of uh, of estrogen uh, because they can block the testosterone receptors, and then you have the side effects. Okay. And other things that you can, might consider doing if you're on testosterone replacement: uh, cut down on your alcohol and your caffeine because they raise your estradiol level. You want to lose weight. And it's something that I guess we all learned 100 years ago. Don't wear tight undershorts. You know, wear boxers. Let the babies breathe. Really important. Simple simple things are important sometimes. And we could talk about stress. You should have a better diet, like Dr. Jerry said at the beginning of the show. Avoid sugars and sweets. And you uh, might want to think about uh, supplementing with some extra zinc and vitamin A. Uh, during the times that you're uh, taking the testosterone. It's interesting that that if you're deficient in zinc and A, your testosterone levels can decrease by 20 to 60%. Isn't that incredible? 20 to 60% decrease if you're just deficient in zinc and A. Of course, it's reversible if you take 25 to 50 milligrams of zinc a day and 50 to 100,000 international units of vitamin A for three to six months. And I think, Jerry, was it you that told me magnesium also can uh, increase your levels of free testosterone. So, again, it's really important to get to a naturopathic endocrinologist, someone that understands the symphony of the uh, uh, endocrine glands uh, uh, so that you can be treated properly. And stay off the sugar because the sugar stimulates insulin and insulin suppresses testosterone also. Yep. And get some good sunlight. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to open up all the microphones uh, here. And if you have any questions, just blurt them out because I don't have time to screen you. Any, uh, I see a phone number here, 651 area code. Anything, uh, any questions or comments? Yeah, Ronnie. Dr. Ron, Gary Glenna. Oh, hi, Gary. Hi. Uh, God, I didn't recognize your number there. Dr. Ron, you know, pardon me, go ahead. I didn't recognize that was you. I'm I'm glad you called in. Well, go ahead. You're 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 a, you're a chemist and you're a, a smart guy. So, lay it on. Well, thank you. I I don't know how smart I am. The older I get, the more I realize what I don't know, or I actually probably have forgotten. But I had an unusual situation. I was at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, for a, uh, pro- a lung problem, and uh, when that all cleared up, they finally said, you know, we've got some bad news for you. Um, you're anemic. And uh, anyway, they tested all the things that they would normally test and came back and said, well, we can't figure it out. And the one doctor told me, he said, well, you know, at, at your age, you know, some people just are slightly anemic. And I was chilled, chilled and cold in 88 degree temperatures. And uh, I wouldn't leave it alone. And uh, my internist was no help. And uh, so I went online and started looking at symptoms and uh, finally figured out low testosterone. So the next time in with my internist, I rattled off the the uh, symptoms, but I addled, rattled them off in classic order. And about the fourth one, he says, "That's low testosterone. Haven't we tested that? Neither the Mayo or 
nor he had ever tested it, and it was rock bottom. I ended up going to an endocrinologist who, first thing he did is sent me in for a, uh, a uh, MRI, and they were looking at the pituitary gland, and uh, there was nothing wrong there, and then they were looking, and I don't remember the enzymes, but there was two or three that sent messages to the testicles, as it was explained to me, and mine weren't responding, so I ended up on testosterone. What an incredible change. Um, you know, I became, and, and I, I keep my dosage mildly, I mean, under control. I keep it under control very much. Before I went on Medicare, where now I can't test it as frequently as I'd like to, uh, I was testing pre-dose, dose, mid-dose, late-dose, and uh, finally zeroed in on a dosage. I'm in uh, intermuscular injections, and it's working quite well. Uh, so I can certainly support all the claims for testosterone properly used. I've never wanted to go to a higher dosage. Uh, I can't fathom what my libido ended up being because it was pretty good when it was when the testosterone was bad. Um, but uh, you know, I get results when I exercise. Um, my spirits are, are higher and greater. Um, I can't say enough good about it when it's when, when it's truly needed and, and used correctly. Oh, Jerry, how about that? So, Gary, you're using the intramuscular uh, Ciprin 8, or what, do you know which one you're using? Yep, the Ciprit. Uh, the also, the, the other thing that came out of it is I had already done my homework before I, the endocrinologist uh, uh, made the prescription, and I was going to use, you know, a gel or a patch, and, uh, and the, everything I read was anti-injection, and when I talked to the doctor, I, said, I told him because he was suggesting intramuscular injection, and I'm not needle phobic, so that wasn't a problem. And he laughed and he said, "You know what?" He said, "Many, many years ago, he said if somebody was low in testosterone, we didn't trust you to do your own injecting. So you came in every two weeks or once a month, and you'd be sky high for a while and all out by the time you came in." And he says, "Now you're going to do it, and you're going to do it once a week." And uh, and he started out man on a dosage. It took almost 30 days for it to come up to where it belonged. Uh, and then we started to modify the dosage. But, uh, yeah, I'm quite happy with intramuscular injections. And, I, you know, and my, my testosterone levels stay very steady right around 700. So, Joe, maybe, maybe you could address the different forms of intramuscular testosterone uh, that uh, patients uh, can have available to them if they want to go that route. Well, um, the, the two primary ones are the testosterone cypionate and the testosterone enanthate. Um, they're usually put in into an oil. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the oil that it's in. Um, well, but but the it'll the last anywhere from uh, three days to ten, three to ten days or so? Yeah. Um, as far as dosing... Um, I've had different uh, patients come in um, with different concerns. Sometimes when they're dosing, say, uh, once a week, um, they m might even feel like they're tailing off by the end of the week. Um, so a lot of times uh, it's recommended to, to, to maybe cut your dose in half and, say, do a half an ml, um, you know, twice a week, and then sort of try and keep that level, um, that, um, level more balanced throughout the week. Um, so, but... We do see a lot of once-a-week dosing, um, but I found that twice-a-week dosing helped um, maintain that level more steady throughout the week. 
And and most of the the docs that I talk to that uh, that would prescribe intramuscular injections do recommend the more frequent ones rather than uh, the ten days or two weeks. So just just as you uh, elucidated, Joe. Well, uh, Jerry, uh, Gary, I'm I'm really happy you called yeah. in, and I I I did I knew you were taking some supplements, but I didn't know it was intramuscular. And and my gosh, uh, you you look fantastic. Now I know why. <laughs> well, I've been doing it for 15 years, and I have a friend uh, 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 who's been on it uh, over 30 years. One side note, I was told by my first endocrinologist he's going to have to take me off at the end of five years for one year. Thank God he retired because the next one said, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and, then, and then the other thing is, is that I've read studies that, first of all, they used to think that uh, supplementing testosterone would actually increase the likelihood of prostate cancer and it turns out it's exactly the opposite i mean prostate cancer is an old man's disease and it's usually the tapering off of the testosterone that that contributes along with other things to it exactly exactly right when you get the dihydro and then too much estradiol uh i think i think that's pretty much debunked but i don't think the mainstream physicians gary and uh, jerry and, and joe they they really don't understand the, the chemistry behind uh, the testosterone. They they still associate it with the with the guys in the gym with the you know, no neck guys, uh, but there is a yep. legitimate use for it. I mean, I just as I said oh, at the beginning sure of the is. program, you would you wouldn't hold off insulin, you wouldn't hold off thyroid. Uh, you, you know, you 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 keep things balanced. Well, just as well, an aside, first... uh, you know, get uh-huh. Yeah, basically. You know, I was just uh, going to say my first is go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. No, can well, I let, let, let Jerry go then, then Gary. Yeah, basically, well. I think what's happening is they really, the traditional medicine doesn't want people to get well. I mean, I hate to be pessimistic about this, but I, I know for a fact that um, my compounding pharmacist was telling me years ago that the FDA was really trying to force these guys off the scene. There's only, what, about 1,800 compounding pharmacists, uh, Joe, in the country? Yeah, actually, that push is still happening. It's very difficult for us to, um, you know, to, to to stay successful. But what we're finding is, is that uh, patients are seeing the value in it. And uh, most insurance companies, uh, the FDA, uh, you know, they're not covering for these products, but people are willing to pay for a service that they believe in. They're willing to pay for a service from, from a, a pharmacy and a pharmacist that they trust and and they know that the product, um, the quality of the product is top notch. And, you know, that's one of the things that, um, you know, the demand is out there. People are, are knowledgeable about this and they're, they're asking for it. And those of us that are compounding, are, are, you know, providing that answer for them. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, even as far as, you know, the FDA, they, they want to try and get their hands into it almost totally and, and control uh, all aspects. The big pharmaceutical companies think that we're stealing money from them. So, you know, that's a little um, – that's a situation that we, we deal with. But, uh, again, you know, the demand is there, um, you know, and we're willing to provide that service for as long as that, that demand is there. Well – you know, we covered a lot of lot of lot of territory today, Jerry. Yep, it's great. So uh 
Ladies and gentlemen, I, I just want to thank uh, Joe Catalano uh, for coming on today, spending time with us. Uh, he, he has experience right in the field. I want to uh, say thank you to Gary for calling in. Gary, it's, it's great hearing from you. Uh, we'll, I'll call you off uh, when the show's over. But thank you All so right. much. I appreciate the opportunity, and I enjoyed the show, and I enjoyed your guests. And I'm looking right at uh, uh, John's uh, website, and it's it's a nice one. And, yeah, he's uh, only down the, he's only up the road him. from you now. Yeah, he's only up yeah, the road. Yeah, he's very close yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh, can can we just make a, a correction on the phone number? It's, um, yeah, go so ahead. John's pharmacy phone number is two three nine two two one seven two three three. I gave the wrong number, didn't thank I? Then well, you thank you. A one. you. You put a one in there, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I need more testosterone. <laughs> well, well, and of course I want to be sure that it's ninety. <laughs> I just wanted to be be sure that it's ninety forty eight Benita Beach Road, uh, Benita Springs, right? That is correct. Yeah, we're in the um, the Ace Hardware parking lot, right behind the big ice cream cone. Oh, you're down. You're down next to uh, Zorba, Zorba the Greek. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. We were just there last night. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. I appreciate learning more always, and uh, I'm glad I had a chance to make an input. Well, thank, oh, thank you, you, Gary. Gary. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? Bye-bye. That, that leads us yep. next week. We have to talk about the the world we live in and all the endocrine disruptors in our, in our world and, and how it's affecting our hormone levels. So we'll talk about that next week. And then um, we'll have uh, maybe, we'll, maybe get, we'll get Joe back on and talk a little bit of some polypharmacy, how it's really messing up people. I was thinking that if he's willing, and when we have Dr. Stein on, when we talk about thyroid, yeah, yeah, yeah that would be great. Just let me know. All right, well, we'll, we'll just, be in, in touch, and yeah. I, I do thank you, Jerry. Any closing words? Yeah, there's basically no. a cute quote. Oh, Jerry or Gary? <laughs> Jerry, yeah, it's okay, Gary. There's a lot of people who mistake their imagination for their memory. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like that one. Can I use it? Sure. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and top that. This is all yours today, Jerry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored show. We had a great guest today, Joe Catalano from John's Pharmacy in Bonita Springs. Uh, We had a guest call in, Gary, uh, who's actually using a testosterone product. Uh, Joe, before we sign off, get that phone number out one more time since I messed it up. It is uh, John's Pharmacy at 239-992-7233. Thank you so much, Joe. Joe, and I'll be in touch with you during the week. And, uh, Jerry, as usual, thank you so much. Uh, I know you spent a lot of time. And as I tell everybody, we'll continue to bring this program to you. It requires a lot of effort on everybody's part, as long as we have participation. And uh, there's just so much fake news out there that we want to – I mean, we could could be on here for five or six hours at a time, but – We'll prepare a good show for you every week. And if you like us, uh, go to Facebook, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. We do have an email, docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. Give us a jingle, and uh, we will get your topic on. 
All right, everybody. Take care. See you next week. Thank you. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.